a romance, but it's not about love. It's a comedy, but not everyone's laughing. It's a place where the one thing you can expect is the unexpected. Women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. A story about women who love men. Todos estos años te he esperado. Dime que te hubieras muerto si no vuelvo. Estaría muerta si no hubieras vuelto. Women who love to get even. And men who try to get away. Ivan? ¿Quién esperabas que llamara, Ivan? ¿Me ha llamado otra vez, Ivan? No. Ay, olvídalo ya, chica. ¿Quiere decirme quién es ese Iván? Eres un débil, Iván. ¿Iván? ¿Dónde está Iván? ¡Iván! From internationally acclaimed filmmaker Pedro Almodovar comes a deliriously deranged comedy that follows no rules, spares no victims, takes no prisoners. Pero no me negará que aquí ha ocurrido algo raro. Women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very special bonus episode of Citizen Dame, the podcast where we have nervous breakdowns. Um, and so <laughs> this is a very appropriate episode, I felt. This won the poll on our Twitter account, um, our May poll, and and one of the choices was Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, directed by Pedro Almodovar, which I'm very excited about because this is one of my favorite films. <laughs> uh, definitely my favorite of, of Almodovar's. So I'm, I'm happy about that. But first, with me as always is Karen Peterson. Hello, Karen. Hello. It has been a while since we talked. This is, we, we've not had an episode. We didn't have an episode last week, so. I know. We kind of, yeah, that was sort of a last minute thing too. I just, oh, there's been you so much left. going on. You just I did. ran off. I did. I actually did because, well, we can probably talk about this on our next regular episode, but yeah, I had an opportunity to go down and spend the night at the beach in a fancy hotel. And you know what? I took it and I was not sorry. <laughs> I don't blame you, honestly. Like, that, that was kind of like, yeah, it's okay. We can move the podcast for a week. You know, I don't think that that's a big deal. Um, well, it is very nice to, to hear from you again. Uh, so, all right. So we're going to, let's just jump right into this film. So this is a film in, from 1988. It's a Spanish black comedy directed by Almodovar and stars um, a, actually a lot of actors and actresses that he worked with on a habitual basis all the way through his career. Including, um, including baby Antonio Banderas. Including a very young Antonio Banderas. This isn't his first film, but it's, it's very early in his career. Um, and, and so he is Antonio, very hot. He's very hot <laughs> and very 80s. <laughs> and and Carmen Mara, who uh, and by the way, I'm going to butcher all of the Spanish names because I do not speak Spanish. So I apologize in advance to every Spanish speaker, everyone who knows the sound of Spanish, because I'm just <laughs> terrible at it. Like I butcher French enough, but at least I know some French. I do not know any Spanish. Um, so yeah, I apologize. 
so, so this one was nominated for the 1988 uh, Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. It won tons of, of, of international awards. It won awards in Spain. This was kind of, um, I don't know whether this was Almodovar's first really big hit, but it definitely put him on the map as a director. Uh, and very much, I think at least in an international sense, establishes who he is and his style, his aesthetic, and very much what he is as an auteur. This was nominated the same year that Salam Bombay was nominated by oh. Mira Nair. And it, they both lost to Pell the Conqueror from Denmark. So, so the, basic, the basic plot is, um, it's, it's essentially like a day and a half in the life of uh, <laughs> Papa Marcos. Actually, it was funny because when I was rewatching this film, I was like, I could have sworn that this all happens in one day, but it doesn't, it takes a little bit Close. longer than that. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a, a day and a half in the life of, of a TV actress uh, who does, specializes in voiceovers and the entire film opens, I believe, with her doing a voiceover for Johnny Guitar. Yeah, they're doing, they're dubbing uh, the Spanish voices yeah. for other language films and TV. And, and she's breaking up with her, her boyfriend, uh, Ivan, who has, who's also married and has, or I think he's married. Um, I'm, I'm not always clear about that, but he also has an <laughs> adult son. No, it's very confusing because it is the like, how like, many people is, he, is this man involved yeah, with? Is he actually just involved with all of these women or is he married to one of them? And then he has mistresses, like what is actually happening here? Um, but so essentially over the course of this day and a half, uh, Peppa basically avoids breaking up with him, but also tries to break up with him at the same time. They keep on missing each other. So they're having these long conversations over the answering machine. <laughs> um, and eventually her friend, uh, Candela comes home, comes, comes to her apartment and is having her own crisis. Then the son of her lover comes over and he has a crisis with his girlfriend. They don't the actually son know. The son of Peppa's lover, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and it just kind of spirals out of control from there, including leading up to even the hijacking of an aircraft by Shiite <laughs> terrorists, which I, I think is one of the great additions to this entire bizarre film. That was the point where I was like, am I missing? Did I miss something? Do I need, I need to... I need to make sure I'm following this story. <laughs> you didn't. You know, I don't know how many, I don't know how many Almodovar films you have seen yet. This was the but, first. <laughs> okay, so this is what he does, right? This is a perfect template for what Almodovar does because you think you know what the story is. So he establishes something like the story. It's like, okay, a woman is having an affair with a man and they're breaking up, right? Okay, we got that. I understand that. And then things begin to get crazier from there. But he will always introduce like a, a turn like that. Like, oh, and by the way, her friend is having an affair with a guy who's hijacked an airplane going to Stockholm. Like He's like planning it. Yeah, and so that turns out to be the big, <laughs> thing that Candela needs to talk about is this guy that she had this fling with and then like kind of he let like this what I love is this whole movie is just about like women dealing with men's crap in really just increasingly just crazy ways and yeah it leads to terrorism yeah airport and, guns all kinds this, of fun stuff this this whole thing just spirals out of control and what i love about it is the way that each of the individual characters deal with it mm -hmm. um and and of course for anyone who has has seen this film when you talk about the spiked gazpacho <laughs> um which 
which Peppa does, it's not, it's not terribly clear initially what the fuck she's doing, but she just puts all of these sleeping pills into a, a blender fill, filled with gazpacho. Yeah, I was and, like, is she planning on killing herself? Is she planning on killing Yvonne? Like, what is she, what is her plan with this spiked gazpacho? Yeah, there, see, there seems to be a, 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 a intent behind it, but it's never totally clear. And obviously it's not strong enough to actually kill anybody because multiple people consume this gazpacho over the course. You'd of- have to drink that entire pitcher for it to do anything to you, <laughs> like to, to do anything fatal. So, but I don't know how you could drink an entire pitcher of gazpacho. <laughs> I mean, I guess like over an, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the plan was there, but I, I think that that's part and parcel of this entire film, which uh, there's a lot of decision, bad decisions being made that don't really have much of a purpose in that. There's piece. a woman who escapes from a mental hospital. Yeah. The, these are people, <laughs> these are people that are having breakdowns right? yes. that are like they're having they're going through such intense emotional turmoil that they're doing frankly crazy things with no obvious purpose but also quite dangerous and and of course he, he weaves all of this stuff together like it all actually fits which mm-hmm. i really really love um so to start out with i think that you pointed out a really interesting thing karen that um the actual title women on the verge of a nervous breakdown is maybe not the best translation for, uh, for the original Spanish, which I am not going to try to pronounce. <laughs> um, but the original, so the original Spanish is, um, refers to a, an attaque de nervios, right? Which mm-hmm. is translated in the English title as a nervous breakdown, but uh, at least according to some people, the a nervous breakdown in Spanish would actually be crisis crisis nerviosa yeah yeah so what happened was like i was like i was just saying at one point i thought i am not i can't possibly be following this whole movie because this is crazy so i went and looked up you know the the synopsis and i came i came upon the wikipedia page which had the line on it it says the actual spanish title refers to an ataque de nervios which i'm also probably butchering and i apologize which is not actually well translated as nervous breakdown. So I was like, huh, okay, so how should that be trans- translated? Because it, then it says, historically, this condition has been associated with hysteria and more recently in the scientific literature with post-traumatic stress and panic attacks. And I was like, wait, so this is in scientific literature. Let's go find out what the science says. So that took me to the DSM library. DSM is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual that psychologists and psychiatrists use to tell people if they're crazy or not and um it's you know it's got all kinds of stuff and sure enough ataque de nervios i apologize again uh, attack of the nerves is listed in the dsm it's an actual syndrome that you can be diagnosed with by a psychiatric professional and what it says the the explanation is that it's a syndrome among individuals of latino descent characterized by symptoms of intense emotional upset including acute anxiety anger or grief screaming and shouting uncontrollably attacks of crying trembling heat in the chest rising into the head and becoming verbally and physically aggressive dissociative experiences seizure like or fainting episodes and suicidal gestures 
are prominent in some ethakes, but absent in others. So thought that was interesting. And it says that they attack, they frequently occur as a direct result of a stressful event relating to the family. So I thought it was really interesting. It's like, oh, okay, so yeah. this is a, a cultural thing, but it's a real psychological phenomenon. Yeah, and and you know, actually reading that that description, it is it does seem very close to the way that we used to describe hysteria, right? So emotional reactions in women, essentially really yeah. extreme emotional reactions mm -hmm. um, as a result of, of some, as you're saying, some major events. So a death, uh, a, um, a, you know, a breakup, things like that. And it, it's interesting then to actually apply that to what is going on in women on the verge of nervous breakdown. When you've got all, you do have women attempting to get to commit suicide, not really seriously, but they, you know, Candela does try to jump off the balcony at one point. She does, and then she catches herself, and yeah. Yeah, um, you know, the incident with the sleeping post, you've got women brandishing guns, um, you know, and, and all of this, as you say, is centered around the loss of stability to a certain degree represented by a man. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so all of the, particularly the female characters are having crises essentially, and they're all having them at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're all reacting to them in different ways. Actually, Peppa is, despite the fact that she lights her bed on fire at one point, <laughs> um, but she actually is much more, I'm not gonna say controlled, but she, she's cooler about everything. Mm -hmm. She is, so she's doing things that are, that are superficially bizarre, right? but she seems to be very much in control of what she's doing. She's making decisions to do these irrational things. Yeah. Um, some of the other characters like Candela are, you know, trying to fling themselves off the balcony, but then deciding that they don't actually want to do that. <laughs> but I think part of that, yeah, I think part of the reason that that is all happening is because of the fact, like the reason that some of this gets to such an extreme place is because they're all dealing with stuff at the same time. You know, it's like if, if Candela just came over and she was really upset and Peppa was fine, she's there to listen to Candela and to help her process what she's dealing with and, and hear her out. But as soon as Peppa's attention is distracted because the other girl like just drank the gazpacho or whatever, that's when Candela is just like, ah, fuck it, I'm going <laughs> to jump off the balcony because no one's listening to her and paying attention. She kind of has an opening to do so. And I think yeah. that there are just moments like that where it's like, because everyone is dealing with so much for themselves right at the same time, none of them can be there to help each other. So they all just kind of lose it at, the, at once. Yeah, well, and it also, like you're saying, it also fuels yeah. their behavior, right? So the fact that they are all very slowly basically being packed into the single apartment <laughs> begins, <laughs> uh, you know, almost on accident in a lot of ways, but it, it builds on itself. And so there, there is those elements. One of the things that I think Elmanovar is doing is that he's using this concept of basically mass hysteria, but particularly in relationship to women, that mm -hmm. as these women get closer to each other they're not just having individual crises they're having one big crisis yeah that is fueling they're they're fueling each other right mm -hmm. in in their breakdowns as it were um it's it's interesting though because now nervous breakdown is very much a passe term it's not really something that we use anymore it's it's almost 1950s yeah um, they like that's that's something that they have speaking of the dsm that is something that it's been updated. I'm, I'm actually going to check and see if it's even still in there. Um, 
but but like the concept of the nervous breakdown doesn't really exist anymore. Oh yeah, really, all these articles. Yeah, all these articles that actually use the word nervous breakdown. It's like 1943, mm -hmm. 1921, 1945. It's like, oh yeah, this is very much a, a passe term. This is not something that they use in psychiatry today. So so it's like that vague, that vague space where it's like hysteria, right? That vague mm -hmm. space where you're trying to describe a woman basically losing her shit, right? Yeah, basically it's it's a fancy way of saying bitches be crazy. <laughs> and and very often it is you know, for, with good reason. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it, it's like freaking out because you've discovered that the man that you're sleeping with is actually a Shiite terrorist and you've now been implicated in a possible hijacking <laughs> is definitely something to freak out about. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Right? Your 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 lover suddenly leaving you and not wanting to deal with that is something mm -hmm. to freak out about, you know? Well, and when we get more information about, about her situation, it makes even more sense why she's freaking out about it. Yeah. So, so it, it makes sense. Like when you actually, exactly. When you actually learn why these women are having these nervous breakdowns, as it were, their behavior makes sense. Mm -hmm. The, but from the outside there, there is this kind of like misogynist, sexist overtone of, bitches be crazy, right? And I right. think what Amadovar does really well is he digs into that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, you know, maybe if it wasn't for men, maybe women, maybe women wouldn't be quite so crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. that's maybe y'all are the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially the conclusion of this film. And that so male behavior then results in these women having, having to bear that burden and having these major crises mm -hmm. and not and then essentially being labeled as as insane. Right, and yeah. in the case of one character, literally, so. You've been listening to our monthly bonus episode, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. To hear the rest, please visit patreon.com slash citizendame and subscribe today.